This episode brought to you by the mutant rabies outbreak that everyone thought was going to happen, but instead we get this flying rat cough. M-R-O-T-E-T-W-G-T-H-B-I-W-G-T-F-R-C really had us all fooled pretty well with a variety of movies touting its impressive propaganda, including Quarantine, The Spanish Wreck, 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later, Cujo, and I Drink Your Blood. Well, as it turns out, it's just a deadly cough brought on by disgusting little flying rats. They sure had me fooled. M-R-O-T-E-T-W-G-T-H-B-I-W-G-T-F-R-C or the mutant rabies outbreak that everyone thought was going to happen, but instead we get this flying rat cough. What a crock of shit. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. Also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. You should get that checked. I don't care what anybody says. I'm still doing the intro copy because I like to introduce myself. How, <laughs> hello and welcome to Horror oh, Movie God. Talk. You're going to do the whole thing? Uh, well, I'd just like to introduce everyone to Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology, and myself... Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare no-nos. Hi. Normally, we review new movies, but, <laughs> well, you know how that's going right now. So, we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. And today, we got one heck of a show for you guys. We are back in Studio HMT, and... and we are observing a, a, a careful distance. <laughs> we have been notified that we are actually essential. Yeah, we're, we're part of the media establishment. We're called, quote, media. <laughs> and, uh, and as long as we adhere to the CDC recommended guidelines, then we're all, we're, we're good. So right. we're right. a good 25 feet away right now. And we've got pop filters in front of our face, which are effectively... Yeah, you know, face mask. It's basically a face I mean, mask. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been very difficult to record. <laughs> Don't spit on me. It's been very difficult to record uh, long distance. And so we've been listening to other podcasts and they said this was cool. And then I looked it up and it turns out it's cool. So we're not. Don't break any rules, people. We're not rule breakers. We pay for our movies, too. We watch them. We pay for them uh -huh. unless they're free on Crackle like quarantine which is what we re reviewed today that's a patreon pick if you guys choose to be a patreon member uh, at a certain level you can also vote on the on one movie a month that the patreon members choose for us to review in this month it's quarantine you got uh, you guys should check out our website horrormovietalk.com from there you can find all our social media and you know what i think the next big step 
in becoming uh, a commercially viable podcast <laughs> is going to be pumping up those Facebook numbers. So if you like the show, if you listen to the show and you haven't liked us on Facebook, check us out over there at Horror Movie Talk Podcast, or you can find a link on our website and just, you know, like us and participate. We have, we try and have, you know, fun and interesting posts a couple times a week. So check it out. Also there, you'll be able to, you know, get easy access to all of our all of our content. We post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe and leave a, rava- a rating on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, don't sleep on leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts. That's yeah. uh, helps us out a lot. Yeah, we've got a great show for you today. Like I said before, we're reviewing the 2008 movie Quarantine. We'll start out by giving a brief review. Review, boy, I'm all mealy mouthed because. I just feel like I'm out of practice. (laughs) We'll start out giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being a miserable dredge where it makes you angry, 5 being an average enough film that hits all the expected marks, and 10 being so good that it transcends genre boundaries. What? It's true. Um, After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later in this episode, we will be doing Attack of the Rotten Tomatoes game, and we'll also be doing some, a little bit of, it came from social media. So stick around for those. Hey, Bryce, you, um, a couple weeks ago, we reviewed The Bye Bye Man. And you came up with a pretty brilliant drop that we didn't get to hear. But I think I I remembered that I didn't use it in the very last like five minutes. And so the people that, you know, like the two percent of people that listen to the outro or the last five Mm -hmm. minutes, they heard it. Yeah. But I was really planning on using this like a billion times during that review. Man. (laughs) Bye bye, man. Yeah. Couple man. We- couple weeks ago, we reviewed the man. <laughs> that was on April first, and we uh, since we were quarantined, we had to record it Bryce separately. Is- we each had our own man episode. Bryce's creativity has been stifled, and it's been coming out in in drops and recordings. He's been making also like paganism. The paganism drop is one of my new favorites. <laughs> Paganism, the religion that worships Judic. Isn't it beautiful? It is beautiful. Listen to his beautiful angel voice. So, uh, we watched Quarantine for free on Crackle, which is also f- just free to download. It just has commercials on it. Welcome to oh, welcome man. me to Crackle. I, I was bothered so much by Crackle. Like, I, I got to the last, like, ten minutes of it, hmm. and then it decided not to load after the last ads and then it wouldn't allow me to fast forward it started at the very beginning of the movie i had to like leave the app and get back into it oh my god finally it it worked you doing it through a ps4 or something yeah and then the other thing was uh the ads it would count it would have like the the timer countdown and it would get down to zero and then show like three more ads like guess what (laughs) <laughs> you thought this timer was going to be the end of the ads. Well, well, guess what? Fuck you. Well, That's I mean, what crackle. It is free, but if you don't want ads, it's only like three bucks on Amazon. Yeah, uh, it wasn't that bad. I was, I was glad that it was free. So they've actually got some good, yeah, movies good, on there. Good titles. Yeah. Uh, 
quarantine is a still a staple of the found footage genre and one that sticks out in my mind for a number of reasons, both good and bad. So with that, let's get into the trailer. Boobs, boobies, tit. In March 2008, the U.S. government issued an emergency order sealing off an apartment complex in Los Angeles, California. 48 hours later, a hazmat team was sent to investigate the quarantined building. Authorities have denied any knowledge of the incident. The residents were never heard from again. There were no explanations. There was no evidence. Until now. Apartment's about to begin the rescue process. Police say that she lives alone. She's not very sober. We're here to help you. Yeah. Oh God! Oh my God! We have to get out of here. We have to get the kids. Lock it! Lock it! Lock it! Oh, you're so Hey, had you watched this movie prior to this? Yeah, it was called Wreck. <laughs> yeah, but had you watched this movie prior? To no, this? I hadn't. I hadn't watched Quarantine. Yeah, I watched. I mean, Wreck is one of those movies that consistently gets recommended mm-hmm. and said this is a great movie to the point where it was already blown up in my mind when yeah. I saw it. I was like, Yeah, I get it, but yeah, meh. Yeah, like it's nothing. Nothing can prepare you for the things you're not prepared for. Right. Right. When you just when you just get a So back in like 2008 or 10 or nine or something like that, I got recommended to watch Wreck. Someone just like passing was like, oh, you should check out Wreck. And uh, I was like, okay, so I did. And there was no expectations going in. I had no idea what it was about. I hadn't seen quarantine. I didn't know what either of them were about. And uh and it blew my mind. Um, it was very impressive and scary to me, Rec was. Um, just so everyone else knows, Quarantine is a 2008 American recreation of the 2007 Spanish film called The Wreck, which is what we're talking about. It's R-E-C. It stands for record. Right. It's very similar to Rec in just about every way. It's almost a shot-for-shot recreation just yeah. to avoid like dubbing wreck basically <laughs> yeah i i haven't seen wreck for years but i was like wow this is pretty much shot for shot down like, to the very recognizable the set is almost exactly yeah. the same like uh it's very it's a very impressive recreation um it seems to have dwarfed qu- quarantine seems to have dwarfed the original a wreck uh despite not being quite as effective or good um that doesn't mean it's not good. Right. But uh, yeah. the premise is solid. Yes. Like I did we did we give the 
Well, I'm going through the synopsis right now. Quarantine follows a reporter, Angela, who is doing a slice of life piece on some local firefighters in L.A. As she goes on a routine call with the crew, they end up at a small tenant building that houses a variety of residents. It soon, it soon becomes apparent that there is some kind of infection going around the building as matronly and old tenants begin to brutally attack those trying to help them. The firefighters, camera crew, and the tenants are all locked inside and by uh, apparently the CDC eventually or, or something like that. Uh, and soon they find themselves with more quarantine than they bargained for. <laughs> it was uh, directed, uh, quarantine was directed by John Eric Dowdle, who is also known for some staple cult fa- favorites such as As Above, So Below, and the Poughkeepsie Tapes. It stars Jennifer Carpenter, who we love when she acts in the horror genre. In fact, we just reviewed The Taking of Emily Rose uh, about a month ago, which also starred her. I enjoy this movie, uh, Quarantine, (laughs) because it has a great start, middle, and a decent enough ending. Although it's impossible to beat the ending of Wreck, even though this tries, it has all the elements that make a great found footage movie. The story is compelling. The situation is extremely relatable now. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) And there is plenty of shaky cam footage to keep your eye clawing at the edges of the frame for whatever that thing was that just ran by. I mean, like, it was just not really believable. Like, I'm supposed to believe that the CDC can just tell you to not leave your residence and you're just going to be okay with that. Well, I guess they yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess that does. I guess that does work out, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> I will say that Jennifer Carpenter's acting gets in the way of the ending of this movie. She hams it up to such an incredible degree that I couldn't stop thinking about every middle school girl nervous breakdown I ever witnessed <laughs> <laughs> or had myself. Did you witness a lot? I had a, a few, mm. uh, and yeah, I had more than a few. Yeah, uh, I guess that makes sense. Even with you're, the, you're a little heartbreaker. no unfortunately i never was a really a heartbreaker uh even with the overacting i think quarantine stands out as uh one of the classic found footage examples if i had to point people to a movie to watch though i would point them at wreck before this you can find wreck right now on prime for just a few bucks um what do you what do you think what's your review of your quick review of this movie i mean they're they're basically equivalent i think I think quarantine is slightly more annoying than I remember wreck to be. And I think wreck was more effective in the end. And they had a better camera guy. (laughs) Good Lord. Yeah. (laughs) uh, They, it also seemed like it was more coherent, like the progress of the plot, what was happening. Like it made sense what they were doing of like, okay, we're going to, we need to check on this person or like, oh, we heard something like this and they went right. to check on it. And quarantine by about the halfway point, it just kind of they're mu- not they're just all running around. It's just utter chaos. Yeah, it turns into a big muddy mess. Yeah. And they're just running around. And a lot of that has to do with the camera work, which yeah, I was not a fan of. Well, we'll get into that with the spoilers, yeah. We will. I I I got a yeah. I have a I have a strong and not uh, not a popular opinion on on shaky cam footage. Yeah. Um, 
okay, so what do you, I'm scoring this. I'm giving this a seven out of ten. It doesn't blow me away, but it's definitely um, better than average. And I'm a sucker for found footage. Yeah, it's a it's a solid found footage movie with a solid premise. Um, and yeah, I mean, I like Jennifer Carpenter and and uh, I think really with this this type of movie with the found footage to really sell it, you have to sell the first like 20 minutes, which I think this movie really does well. Yeah. And it kind of really slow plays you. I love the slow play. While. I I love horror movies that start kind of the first light 20, and breezy. Yeah. The first 20 minutes is literally just them in a fire house. Yeah. Like doing reporting on firefighters and getting flirted on by, yeah, you know, Skeezy firefighter. Yeah, you know, Jennifer Carpenter, like, just, this movie really, you know, there's a thing that I've heard said multiple times about actors and actresses, where it's, they have such freakishly different proportions and and features of just uh-huh. face and body and everything that, that t- and that's the reason they are right. actors and actresses, is because you need those, you need those really... Uh, trademark or extreme um features to to translate well on camera right she is like a freak (laughs) like just looking at her the way her face is 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 made and the and her like she's very skinny and slight yeah she's got that like 12 year old boy build yeah kira knightley has yes which just just you know and her face is really angular yeah very pointy very large eyes very large eyes i mean don't get me wrong she's very attractive yeah like i would i'm a big fan of her and you one of my favorite things about jennifer carpenter is she's she's got one of the most endearingly goofy laughs yes <laughs> it's just like almost crusty the clown yeah dudes yeah i don't know some dudes will be turned off by that but that's just a point of weakness to me yeah. i'm like okay it's time to move in <laughs> that and boobs boobies tits titties tickle bitties uh machines that's a good that's it that is a good point what she does not have an ample supply of but you know well, she does have a lot of demons within her. Lord Jesus Christ, I now command you, give me a name, demon. <laughs> She's Belial. Um, yeah, so what do you, what's your score for it? Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. It's solid. It It's not like one of my favorites, but in terms of found footage, it's definitely better than the average found footage movie and would you uh would you recommend wreck over this it's so i mean it's like neck and neck oh there's good things and bad things about each of them i think the the acting is a little better in this one that i remember i don't i i disagree uh jennifer carpenter the the panic attacks that she's having at the end of this movie are on i cannot ignore them yeah, I mean, I, I just remember... It's like, okay, shut up. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of that. But, I mean, the the beginning... I, I remember Wreck, the reporter, being, like, really annoying. Oh. Like, in the, to me. And I might be remembering it wrong. It's been a while. But I feel like it was very much, like, overacting 
the acting part, mm. you know, the, yeah. just the regular dialogue. Um, and, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's about even. Yeah. Like maybe, yeah, it might lean more towards wreck just cause it was a little more effective in telling the story and moving the plot along and, and, um. Uh, like the payoff at the end that end felt better yeah i would emphatically tell people to watch wreck before they watch this i'd say this is i mean they're so similar i mean here's the thing like you can watch quarantine free on crackle yeah or you could pay for wreck i'm assuming somewhere yeah and like i mean that'd be enough for me to say yeah might as well just watch uh, quarantine it's basically the same thing. says the guy who said he hates crackle so, okay, well, that's fair enough. Um, with that, let's get into an emergency alert. Horror Movie Talk reviews new movies, and that means we rely heavily on theaters. And our favorite theaters are the small, privately owned ones in our community. During this corona shutdown, all of these theaters are in serious jeopardy. And Horror Movie Talk has decided to help in the only way we know how, which is to feature them in our podcast. And we are continuing our support today of cinnamon 21 at 616 northwest 21st avenue portland oregon mainly because i'm very lazy and i don't i haven't gotten around to changing the copy to another i'll just i'll just mention because this is another way we're gonna we're gonna tell you that you can buy gift cards through um cinema 21 to support them and if you're not local to portland it's not like you can use those gift cards right but we have a local theater here in vancouver called kiggins yes and i think it's just Kickinstheater.com. It might be. You can just Google. Yeah, just a second. Hold on. Kick, Kickins Vancouver. Clappity clap. No, I'm not doing that. I'll just include a, a link to the Kickins in in our post for this episode. Um, Anyways, what I was trying to say about... Hold on. Just a second. I'm sorry. Well, the Kickins and yeah, Cinema... Went, it's Kickinstheater.com. Okay. And the thing with them is that you can actually stream movies through their website and they get a cut of it yeah so yeah that's yeah you just check out yeah you just pay you know just like you would with amazon or anywhere else you just pay a couple of bucks to stream a movie and and then the kiggins gets a little piece of it and i know that's a, a feature at several local theaters around here so check your local theater and see if you can either buy gift cards or or stream movies yeah. through their website make sure to support them and tell them horror movie talk sent you um but cinema 21 is a great place you can buy local beer enjoy a tasty snack and feel like you're at a cineplex from the 1970s and uh dr- dropping you know 50 or 100 bucks here is a great friday night experience so please help us keep tw- cinema 21 open by going to cinema21.com and clicking on the gift certificate link that uh will appear i, I believe on their homepage there uh, and as soon as they reopen, they'll be happy to honor your gift card. And like Bryce said, if if you have some local theaters to you that you would like to support, just please do so because we want to make sure that they make it through this. It would blow to get out of this thing and not have anything cool to go do. So that means supporting the things that you love now through the hardship so that you can go back and do the cool things, yeah. you know, when it's when it's back and open. And with that, I'd like to plug ourselves. Um, you guys should head on over to HorrorMovieTalk.com and click on our link to, uh, to Patreon, which is in the top, very top of the screen, says become a patron. Uh, there's also another link there that says support us 
by buying stuff on Amazon. You do either of those, and we will thank you a whole lot. Um, I've got some patron, Patreon shout-outs to do here in at the end of this mid-roll. Also, if you'd like um, to stream a ton of horror movies, you can do so by going to Shudder.com. That's S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com and enter HMT at checkout and you get 30 days for free. And right now, all the Friday the 13th movies are streaming on there. All of them. Wow. So you can just, wow. So you can, wow, 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 wow. So you can just, you know, you can just do a Friday the 13th marathon. Um, as I said, you can also support the podcast by buying or renting anything on Amazon. As long as you click that link on horrormovietalk.com and then bookmark it, use it to buy all the things, all your quarantine supplies. <laughs> um, and then, you know, we get, we get a piece of it. Not many people are doing this right now. I gotta, I gotta say, I gotta say, I know a lot of you are shopping on Amazon, so just fucking do it. Um, <laughs> that was cold. <laughs> So, also, you should check out our resident artist, Dustin Goebel. He's a professional artist who fucks hard. And he also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans. Contact him or check his artwork out at, at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0. That's at D-Goebel-0-0 on Instagram. And make your artistic dreams come true. Tell him HMT sent you. I've been playing video games with Dustin uh, when I have a little bit of time yeah. and, uh, and I got to say, you guys should definitely throw him some love on social media, either Facebook or, or Instagram, because he's, he is just a sweetheart yeah. and I love him. Dustin's great. Yeah. Also, you should support at max underscore Allen one, two, three, five. That's max underscore A L L E N one, two, three, five. If you enjoyed our intro song, max, also became a Patreon member yeah. uh, yesterday, I think. And so we'd like to thank all of our Patreon members. Max uh, became a member. Kitty and Jason bumped up their membership status in Patreon. Yeah, so now they get to uh, vote vote yeah. on a patron selection, I'm which s- this is one. It, could, it was either... So you too could make us watch, uh, you know... Slightly better than average movies. <laughs> <laughs> it was either this or Alien, and this one. I was like, God damn it! I could have been my favorite movie, basically of all time. <laughs> There's always next. But they time. love to watch us squirm. So thank you to Max, Kitty, and Jason for doing things in, with their pledges this week. We I can't even tell you how much uh, support they've been giving us. It's it's huge, and we really appreciate it. Real quick shout. I just want to do some bookkeeping here. Real yeah. quick shout out to all our all of our other patrons here we can trade off okay you go first tanya m tracy a taylor t magnus k josh k johanna r jessica c graham m (laughs) graham 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 uh garrett day (laughs) gabriel k dan w craig j brad begin (laughs) we love you brad and finally my buddy adrian a love all of you people you guys are important to us in in that you help pay our bills and keep the lights on yeah i mean i just want to i know this is probably long for anyone that doesn't care about patronage but i cannot express how much i appreciate these people that open their 
wallets and support yeah. so directly. Open and, their uh, pants and their wallets to us. I mean, it, it's amazing to me, but I guess like the math, I mean, we're, we're giving what, like six to seven hours a month of content yeah for free yeah and so dropping like a little bit is really nice you yeah. don't you don't have to but it really helps us out a lot yeah you know? and if you can only afford a buck hey that's fine too I, I like every little bit helps yeah and so we certainly appreciate everyone um and so with that let's get into spoilers spoilers yeah <laughs> Is that a raincoat? Yes, it is. Did you miss the filter? Started raining today. Yeah, yeah, I did miss the filter. Yeah. So, um, so quarantine starts out with just the cutest, gosh darn reporter you ever saw in your life, and she's and she. I was like, damn, nigga, what you doing out here with all this ass? She has no ass. No, she doesn't. (laughs) She's like a two by four. (laughs) Yeah, a sexy, hot two by four. Yeah. Oh man, I cuddle up to that two boy. I would give myself splinters. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Who's that? Whose laughter is that? Tom Likas. Tom Likas. That's right. (laughs) What did people ask Tom Likas to do all the time? They'd be like, "Hey, jump that bitch." (laughs) And also, but they'd be like, they'd be like. Can you, can you, like, they'd ask him to, like, play them out to some fucking weird drop that was, like, the toilet flushing or something like yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, that's a show that, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. At, at what point do you decide, like, hey, I'm going to flip this switch over to the AM radio, <laughs> and then you realize, like, this whole other world of, like, <laughs> ongoing trash that's always there? Yeah. There's, like... You figure out, like, okay, Tom Likas is there. You just flip through the stations, and it's this just horrible, misogynistic <laughs> douchebag that's, like, the grandfather of every red pillar yeah. in the world. And he's like, <laughs> stupid bitch. Just want your money. Just fuck her and dump that bitch. It's like, that's his whole show. is like, and then people, these men call in, they're like, hey, Tom. I got, I got this girlfriend, and she fucked me, and then she wants me to drive her home. <laughs> Dump that bitch! <laughs> All right, Tom. Yeah, it's. Can you it's play bad. me out to the cat throwing up sound and be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> and then like uh, all the weird, you know, Fox News ish kind of shows, and then you come across like. My, uh, what's, smi- what's, what's my the- face is hurting from smiling so much. <laughs> what's that one that it's like uh, something coast to coast where it's just like a Space guy. Coast. It's just a guy like talking about paranormal oh, stuff. Yeah. You, yeah. you ever flip by that? Guy? Yeah. It's like takes himself way too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. AM's weird. Like, why can't we should just turn. We should move horror movie talk to AM. Oh, like, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Oh, man. We need a someone in Portland area knows. <laughs> Dump that bitch. AM radio station with low standards that want a horror movie review show. Yeah. Tell well, you know. So, holla at your boy. Ho- yeah, holla at your boy. Um, yeah, the, the, I really like the beginning of this movie. I, this movie uh, encapsulates the 
light and breezy beginning of horror movies that I love. Yeah. I, I, because still, after reviewing all these horror movies and, you know, really, really focusing on horror throughout my entire life, I still have mild anxiety upon starting a horror movie. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Is this going to be, un- is this going to be hard? To, is, is this going to ruin my night or something like that? And, uh, and I, but these intros make it very, a very easy lead in and very manageable. And it, it's like a, it's like a deep breath. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just realized how many drops you could just get from my thing on Tom. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll Dump that bitch. <laughs> um, the, yeah. I mean, this is a really effective opening with, with Jennifer Carpenter. It does feel really light and breezy and natural. Yeah. It's not like we just did, um, taking of Deborah Logan. Yeah. And there's this weird found footage vibe. Um, vibe of like, we don't really have a script. We kind of just told them kind of what to talk about and they're talking over each other. Yeah. There's kind of a script and they're talking over each other and it's like, all right, people don't talk like that, you know, when yeah. they're in a group. Yeah. they, And this one felt much more natural of like. It's a professional reporter. She's there, but she's flirty. She's yeah. young, like the firefighters are snapping towels you know, and, and you know shaking each other's uh, dicks. Yeah, talking about each other's big dicks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's really effective. The one thing that bothered me, and this is true throughout the entire movie, I don't know, and I don't remember this in Wreck. Mm. Please, directors of found footage horror movies. Mm. If within the plot, the cameraman is a professional cameraman, like a documentarian who's hired to be the professional cameraman, or the cameraman is a professional news cameraman. Uh huh. Go on. His whole get to it role in yes. life yes. is to frame things properly. And have a stable image that's focused. Say the say the recommendation. Do not do shaky cam at all time. This and not only is it shaky cam, it's like the zoom in, zoom out <laughs> from the get go. From like he's shooting this for coverage on news and yeah, it's a bit like thir- it it's feels- a bit like thirteen year old me videotaping my brother's football game. Yeah, it's like the the cameraman on this movie is like an uncle with Parkinson's disease <laughs> that just got their first VHS camcorder, and they they're just obsessed with those two buttons right next to their fingers where it zooms in and zooms in and zooms in Zimzers. zooms in. And zooms out. And that's all they do is zoom in, zoom out at all times, and then wing that camera to and fro. Listen, I cannot understand you. (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay, first of all, let's just get this right out the bag. I like shaky cam bullshit. I like it. I like it because it. It adds the element of of anxiety. It adds the element of suspense. It adds the element of I can't see it. That's fine, but don't 
Like, but, kill your professional cameraman and have some rube that, pick up the camera. Okay, so your issue is that this is is a continuity error, basically. is I mean, it's not continuity. Kind like, of. It's kind of. It, it's a little bit of a... Not not a continuity error, but yeah. It, it's it a completely Basic breaks, storytelling premise yeah, problem. Yeah, it breaks the suspension of disbelief. It's like, no... This guy's job is I would to, like to shoot it good. I he, would like even to, in like the best circumstances, he's still like, whoa, what's over there? I'll zoom in. Let's look at I'll zoom in on her cheek for some reason. Up, zoom back out. There's a few Gotta moments. Get all this footage. The, the important moments he pulls it together. So when so there's a few moments throughout the movie where she's you know, she picks up the mic and he turns on the light and then they shoot a moment, right? Because not all of this is, is going to make it to air and he knows it. So a lot of it is just him leaving the camera on and walking around. How dare you? Sorry. Um, and so, but, but when it comes time to shoot the shot of her reporting in front of, you know, the door where the CDC has just closed off the building, uh, then, uh, then he gets it together. But yeah, point. Point taken. Point taken. It's a good point, but uh, you know, I don't know. It's uh, if if that kind of stuff bothers you, which I'm sure Bryce is not alone in this, uh, then yeah, consider consider that. They get off. It's like the the same. I'm gonna I'm gonna shit on shaky cam even more. Like it's so tired. Like I can't I can't stand it because it pulls me out so so much. Like I think it was like the third Jason Bourne movie bothered me so much because I just like it when it's not supposed to be a shake when it's not supposed to be yeah, a that's found what footage I'm saying. movie. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like this this Jason Bourne movie the the scene is a bunch of people sitting around a conference table and yeah. talking yeah. and it's like got this action shaky cam where it's like that's what really, really bothered me about The Office for years. For years, I couldn't watch The Office because it was just too fucking annoying with all that. I was just like, why, why is the camera constantly, like, flipping around? Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoy the start. I enjoy all the fun firefighter ban firefighter banter. Um, and then they get a call to kind of head out to, you know, uh, some sort of some sort of domestic disturbance at a at a tenant building. And um and even in even when they're in tr transition moving to the building, they have kind of like fun banter. She, they're like, "Hey, girl, uh reporter girl, Jennifer Carpenter, you know what we like to do when we're driving around? We like to objectify women." <laughs> 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 yeah they're like i got an i got a, a seven over at two o'clock and they're like what and they all look over there and they're like oh yeah she is a seven and then and then angela or jennifer carpenter chimes in she's like hey guys i got a nine at two and they're like oh my god and they all look over expecting to see a hot girl but it's a man and they're like oh my god that's right she likes men it's <laughs> <was> like <laughs> This is so dumb. <laughs> and then Jennifer Carpenter goes. <laughs> so, uh, so they, as they're driving there, one of the firefighters says something like, it's probably just an old woman who lives alone and who fell and is screaming like a banshee. Well, he's not far off because when they get there, Mrs. or Ms. Espinoza is 
spooky as shit. They walk into her apartment. They walk into this tenant building and she's, she's like really disassociated. Yeah. She ain't doing too good. No, she's, she's got this far away looking in her eye and she's got some blood in her mouth and she's very pale. Just doesn't. And this is their first encounter with it. So they approach her, you know, the way you would expect first responders to approach her. They're like, Hey, um, you know, Mrs. Espinosa, are you a, and then she's like, and she runs at them and, and is crying and her eyes are all creepy. And then she bites into a man's juggling jugular <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, God damn, it just ramps up into infinity very quickly. It's like, um, you know, this guy's fucking jugulars ripped open. Yeah. And, uh, and so that now you have the stakes, right? Mm -hmm. So you got the basic premise for what's going to continue happening. <laughs> and very quickly, they are locked in the building. There's like, they, they throw plastic wrap. There's like, <laughs> there's like these weird quarantine measures that go into place. There's helicopters. There's, I'll tell you what, they are not very good at social distancing mm -mm. in this quarantine. No. I mean, we're old pros now. We're like, uh, mm, mm. Yeah. don't don't tell people to gather in the lobby. Uh, uh, gonna, dude, gonna get social to close social closeness. When we take a walk, good job with those words, by the way. Uh -huh. When we take a walk, like people will see us from you know a quarter mile away, and they'll cross to the other side of the street. Yeah, it's like everyone's getting to experience what it's like to be a black man in a hoodie. Wow. Yeah, bold statement, but I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe our black listeners could, could chime in and be like, Bryce, you're a total fucking racist. If you could chime in and say that. I, no, that's, it's not being racist. It's pointing out racism. It's different. Well, I don't see color, so I wouldn't know. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So now they're locked in this building. There's all these extreme measures. There's plastic. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why the plastic kills me so much. But it's like they it's like they put a plastic tent over the whole building. This is like a four story walk up. Um, no, I guess there is an elevator. But uh, but this is like a four story small tenant building. Right. And they drop like a full fucking like greenhouse plastic tent. I can't remember. How, I mean, this is I guess they do the same thing in rec, right? It's there's yeah. no explanation for how the CDC knows that there's an outbreak in this. Well, they, they, they go into that. They go into that later in the movie. Oh, I don't remember. Oh my God. You just slipping so hard. You've, you've conditioned me to be, to be so vigilant. Well, so I don't I, miss I might anything. Have, I might've missed. I was like fast forwarding to back to the, okay. When, when do they say, Oh it? my God, they work it out through, through the course of the movie. Um, and so, Let's see here. So, oh, and so as things are ramping up, a, a man's jugular is bitten into, and then a first responder who has gone upstairs to check on tenants way upstairs falls down like, okay, so it's like a circular staircase, right, uh -huh. that goes yeah, up yeah. around the, the perimeter of the building. So if you wanted to, from the top story, you could jump and land at the bottom story. Well, that happens. And he, there were down in the bottom story and we're talking to tenants and other people and bam, this dude just, yeah, poof. it's pretty, I mean, it, it, they, they kill off or they attempt to kill off the firefighters pretty quick Yeah, in this movie. And you feel like they're 
safe because right. you've spent some time with them. Yes. Um, so that is pretty unnerving. Yeah. And um, also, can I point out, this is a thing in movies that I've noticed, that helicopters don't make a sound unless their light is on. <laughs> right. Right. They're, they're like up in this room. They're like, hey, we're, we got to get out. Like, look, there's no one there. It's completely dark. All of a sudden, spotlight. <laughs> it's like. Well, where the fuck was that helicopter like one second ago? It still makes noise before it turns on its spot. Right. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> That's a good point. So this, so my, and I'd like to bring up a point. Having to walk up, so so the first responders are all, you know, they're they're trying to gather everyone. They're like everyone. There's an emergency within the building. We all got to gather downstairs. That's what we're being told from our superiors. They're saying, gather everyone. And and meet downstairs. So as they're like, you know, doing checks on all the different apartments, they have to walk up on a couple like despondent people in their own apartments having to walk up on someone in their house is scary as shit. Oh, David. You Okay, so you walk into your neighbor's house at 11 o'clock at night and they're just standing there looking at the TV. And you're like, oh, hey, like walking into it, like yeah. actually entering. Yeah. yeah like, that, that'd hey, be- Gertrude. Hey, Gertrude. And she's like, not she's despondent. She's not answering. You're like, I know I'm in your house right now. And I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like just knocking on people's doors. Oh, yeah. No, not that. Like this thing where they're like, knock, 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 knock. We're coming in. And then then they come in and the person's just standing there and. And at a certain point in this movie, I start getting irritated because they walk up on these ghost looking people. Uh-huh. With let me put my face as let me just present my neck as close to your mouth as possible. Ma'am, are you OK? You appear to have the symptoms of a raging zombie person <laughs> that we've met downstairs. Are you? <laughs> I think something's wrong with her. Yeah, it's it's uh, why do they keep? Making the same mistake over and over again. Oh, you know. Are you all right, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so now we get like the first inkling of what's going on. So they walk into this room. Another fucking old lady's in there, and she's like, <laughs> and uh, and then after they kind of like get her under control, a rat. Uh, comes after the cameraman. He's he's sitting over there eating cheese in the corner, kind of minding his own business. And then he got eyes on that cameraman. He's like, fuck you, buddy. And he runs at him. Uh-huh. And he's like... <laughs> and then the cameraman stomps him. Stomps yeah, him I gotta say, it's some, some real good realistic rat gore yeah. in this movie. <laughs> yeah. It really looks like someone stomped on... <laughs> A rat and just burst out its guts. There are some good maulings. You know, we've all seen it before. <laughs> there are some good maulings in this movie. Yeah. Have you have you stepped on a rat before? Be careful how you answer. I'm, let's move on. Wow. No, I don't think I have. Wow. But I wouldn't be above it. If there know. was a rat running at me, fuck yeah, I would stomp on it. I don't it. know fuck that it. I would stomp on it. I think that's a little too... That's a... That's, that's a risky move because you're putting your foot down and it's going to be planted for a minute. So the rat could like juke and then and then bite you. I think I'd more punt it. Mm. I think I'd go for the bang, kick it. Yeah. Because when a dog runs at me, I kick that fucker in the mouth. 
Yeah. I so they talk they start talking about rabies. Pretty- I should I should I'm sorry. I should I should clarify what I just said. So you like to punt dogs. No, I understood. Let's I'm move a, on. I'm a runner and I run in parks. <laughs> And people constantly have their fucking dog off the leash, and their dog runs after me. Oh, he's nice. It's okay. He's nice. Oh, he's all bark and no bite. That's exactly. Don't worry. He's he's so friendly. I can't like, risk it. I can't cannot risk it. If your dog runs at me with an open mouth, I'm gonna kick that bitch. Yeah, I. When I was on my mission, <laughs> there was one of the. One of the bishops in the local ward, so a ward is like a congregation, so bishop's kind of like a right the the lay priest or whatever. Um, we go to his house, and he's got these two just like <laughs> hellhounds, these black dogs. Um, I mean, not that black dogs are any more violent than white dogs, yeah, but it is. Um, we every time you park there, there's these like really really aggressive scary black dogs like medium-sized dogs and they're just barking and like growling and baring teeth and you you get out of we (laughs) i think this is the first time that we went there we got out of the car and they're like oh don't worry just just don't be scared just walk with purpose just just ignore all survival instincts that you've come up with from all the millions of eons of evolution yeah and they're like they're like barking like right next to us like right there they're not like standing at a distance they're like approaching and and (laughs) i know that meme that you're referring to (laughs) and uh we start walking with purpose and then one of them just bites my companion in the ass motherfucking yeah i've been bitten in the ass so many times like i have big I have big scars on my butt from from dogs biting me on the butt. It's like that 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 meme exists for a reason. Dogs bite you on the butt. <laughs> the bee bit my bottom. Now my butt is big. Uh, yeah. So I I have no time for people that say, "Oh, he's just nice." Yeah. And it's like, no. If a fucking dog is growling yeah. and baring teeth and barking at me, like. Control yeah. your fucking dog. Yeah, Come your, over and get your shit under control. Like your shit is not managed. My yeah. shit is managed. You will notice there's no dog here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but there's this one guy on my runs who's who's like I had a I had a verbal throwdown with this guy. Cause it, he started it really. But but anyway, um, suffice to say now we're friendly. But he goes, you're afraid of dogs, huh? And I'm like, I look at his dog, who's like a nervous fucking wreck, like chomping on his on his leash, trying to get at me. And I'm like, no, I'm afraid of that dog. <laughs> that one, the one that's trying to bite me, like pulling on your leash to get at me right now. That's the one I'm afraid of. He's like, you're silly. <laughs> you're insane. If I'm silly, you're insane. So and he does actually use a leash now. That's, yeah, that's progress. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I was the the. I loved when you described that that story. You're like, we'll get into it in the afterpod. Yeah. Remind me in the afterpod oh, okay. to get All into right. that. Um, so, yeah, so I would just like to say that. So this rat runs up on the cameraman. Okay, now bear with me here. The rat did it. Okay, so listen. Take the word rat. R a t. Put a little stick at the bottom of the R, and you get what do you get? The bottom of the R becomes a B. Right? So now it's bat. W- what does that remind you of? 
Batman? The coronavirus. Oh. Bats did 9-11. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, at this point, they... Burning bats can't melt steel beams. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, they get more word from the CDC, who's boxing them in with guns, and uh, and one of the firemen, firemen says something to the extent of, it's a BNC, and you're like, oh my god, what's a BNC, and they're like... Don't tell him. Don't tell him. And they, they, they whisper it to the to the cameraman. He's like, biological, nuclear, or chemical threat. It's mm. it's not a big. It sounds like a big deal. It happens all the time, though. It's it's not a, when we say biological, nuclear, or chemical threat. It's, I mean, it could just be the fire alarm in mm. this place went off. Mm. Who knows? Mm. So I don't know. There's some sort of there's some sort of switch that flips, and there's a higher tension feeling once everyone realizes they can't leave their own building. Now everyone's all jumpy and jittery. I, it's hard to relate. Oh wait, no. It's very easy for me to relate to this now. I never wanted to leave my house before, but now that they tell me I can't uh-huh. leave my house, exactly. All I want to do is go outside. Yeah. Why would anyone care about going outside if it's like 11 p.m. Yeah, and they can just go in their apartment and lock the door. Yeah, they gotta. Well, they gotta get even down if to the liquor zom- store. Even if there's zombies out, like just go in your go in your apartment and lock the door. Like zombies, zombies can't use doorknobs. I think that we've that's been proven over time. Firmly established, but rabies people can, and these are rabies people. Yeah, can we talk about rabies for a minute? Yeah, let's know, talk about. Do you rabies. know much about rabies? Um, I know a few things. There's like a This American Life episode mm. on rabies. Okay, and it is legit. When you learn about the disease rabies, it's legit one of the most scariest. Oh yeah, diseases in yes. the world. It's it's a terrifying because like it, <laughs> if an animal has it, it literally takes away the fear part of the brain it becomes extremely aggressive and wants to like bite you and is no longer afraid of you so there's like a story of just like a chipmunk or a squirrel or something that was like going after someone (laughs) they're like holy shit and if you get bit and you get the possibility of rabies like it will kill you if you don't get treated within like a week 12 hours or something like you gotta you have to treat it right away because the person was like the treatment is a nightmare yeah they they talked about how they like called up the hospital and they're like oh yeah um you know they're like so what's going on she like described it and like oh i think she waited on it and she like waited till the next morning or something was like yeah i should probably call and just 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 to be safe and they're like how long ago did it happen she's like oh like probably like eight hours ago and they're like get here right now like get here right now because <laughs> you have a very limited time to treat it or else you're you're gonna die wow yeah that's yeah it's and the treatment for it is let's not even go into it that's a long it's just explanation. like huge needles and just like terrible in series yeah yeah in in like weeks and weeks of needles <laughs> and then if you see what happens to people with rabies like the determination of it you're just like it's crazy okay. all right, yeah. all right. All right. All right. <laughs>
Rabies is scarier than zombies to me, I think. So uh, Brianna is a little girl who lives in the building, and she's five. And she has a dog who is taken to the vet because he was sick. She gets interviewed by Angela, the, the, the reporter. And, uh, and the dog is sick, or, or Brianna is sick too. The little girl is mm-hmm. sick too. She just has a little fever. It's not, it's not a big deal. Aaron, Aaron saw the little girl and, and she was, she was playing something on the computer while I was watching. And she, she just looks over and says, she's cute. She's going to be a zombie. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's something about, something about l- introducing little kids to the whole thing adds stakes to it. Oh, by the way. Lots of animal cruelty and death in this movie, FYI. If 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 you go to the dog does the dog die dot com, yeah, this is gonna be high in your flags. Um so the hurt fireman is up and walking about on a compound fracture, and uh, you know, there's there's deadish people that start coming alive. And then the vet dude kind of figures it out. There's a dude who's, who's a vet who's basically treating all the injured, injured, like triaging people. And he's like, Hey, this is the, all of these people have rabies symptoms. This except it's so fast acting. It's fast acting tenactin of rabies. This is a classic zombie rules. That's why rabies works so well as like a zombie stand in. It's like, don't get, the liquids in your mouth or eyes or in a wound or else you're infected. And, um, and at this point they start, um, you know, they start going nuts. And, uh, and this is that, that spot where you said, you know, it just devolves into total chaos. Yeah. It's, it feels like a wreck. It was more coherent for longer. Yes. I I think it was coherent throughout. Yeah. And this one just like, just decides, all right, we're just going to go, crazy it's gonna be jump uh jump scares of people jumping out at you trying to eat you kind of thing yeah and uh and so yeah basically there's there's a tremendous amount of jump scares and violence uh the violence is impressive in this movie i I like it a lot (laughs) yeah yeah. And uh, and so at some point, the CDC decides to come into the building to to ascertain exactly what's going on in here. And they come in with these big yeah, suits. The sound design in this movie is like I already mentioned the helicopters, but the sound of the ventilators, it sounds like the cameraman yeah. is breathing. Yeah. It doesn't make like that's not what it would sound like outside I like the ambiance, but yeah, it's, it's, a uh, it's like the weird movie logic of like, you know, you gotta, oh, you can't, you can't put a, you can't put a, a cow doesn't look like a cow on film. Yeah. It's like, well, what do you, you got to paint a horse. <laughs> yeah. What, paint a horse. What if you need to, what if you need a horse? <laughs> oh, you just tape a bunch of cats together. <laughs> <laughs> you just tape a bunch of cats together. <laughs> what does it sound like when someone's on a ventilator walking by you? It sounds like you're in a ventilator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It sounds like you're in a in an iron lung, yeah. iron lung. So the CDC comes in and they they need to get a, a gauge on what's happening with all the the triaged people. And so they're in there in, behind closed doors, but the cameraman managed to manages to sneak a little peek in there, and he's like, well, "Let's take a look at what they're doing." And then <laughs> they bring out this power drill. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They, they mentioned how in rabies, you can't take a blood sample. You have to get a brain sample. Got to get a brain sample. So they, like, <laughs> sedate one of these firemen. They sedate him. And then and then they bring out a power drill. And they're like, they, like, look at the power drill, 
press the go button on the power drill. And then he's like, I think they're going to take a brain sample. And then it's 20 seconds of deep, deep drill probing into this man's head. Yeah, it's like if the family guy was going to do a bit (laughs) on getting a brain sample, it was literally like 20 seconds too long. Because they they get into the brain and then he just... You, you see it's obvious, like, he gets through the skull, and then he puts it, like, three inches into his brain and just holds it, <laughs> it was, with the drill, like, still going for, like, a good, like, ten Mississippi. You know how, okay, you know how when you drill a two-by-four and then you get through the other side, you know, it goes, you're, you're drilling, you're drilling, you're drilling, and then you're through. Uh-huh. And then... I mean, you could kind of fuck it with the drill bit for a little bit, but what's the point? The hole's already there. Yeah. This dude sits there and fucks this man's skull hole <laughs> for way too long. <laughs> a, little, a little taste. He gets a big taste. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I loved I loved that sequence. Yeah, they left him with a... Uh, a real lunkhead. <laughs> oh, I don't have that one. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, you done it now, Jody Farrell. You lunkhead. That's from Creep Show. That's Stephen King saying those things. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, the little girl turns into a, a rabies zombie. The infected mom is handcuffed to the bottom of the stairs to add a new level of difficulty to maneuvering this very small uh, in, in, entrance of the building. Yeah. And there's lots just of bad decisions. Lots of bad de- decisions. And then they make their way. Eventually, they find their way up into the attic where they're like, at some point, someone or the uh, the owner of the building said something like, oh, yeah, there's a tenant who rents, you know, the attic out. Uh, I don't see him very much. He just comes in, does a few things and leaves for a couple weeks. And so they make their way up into the attic, and there they find, oh my god, they find all these test animals in cages. See, this is the point where I remember the ending of Wreck that it explains stuff, and that it shows, like, the news clippings and stuff. But this one, the shaky cam is so extreme that they don't... Like, there's not enough time to even read the headlines so let me, that I remember. So let me give you the short... The short and quick. The CDC knows that this bill, they, they, they traced the dog, the little girl, Brianna, her dog was brought to the vet the day before, and then it escaped in the vet and bit a couple animals. And within an hour, those other animals had also had rabies symptoms, which is not typical of rabies. Rabies takes weeks, maybe even a month. And so... So they were basically the CDC, super rabies. They were the CDC was basically alerted to this by the dog at the vet, and and so they traced the dog back to this building, and then they quarantined the building because who knows what's in there. And as it turns out, that was the right move. And uh, and the reason the dog got it was because rats from the attic escaped uh. and bit the dog, and. The guy is not a very organized scientist up in the attic. Well, I mean, he was part of a satanic death cult. Yeah, you know. Yeah, which you can kind of glean from the newspaper clippings along the wall. That's like biological outbreak here, satanic death cult there, and it's like, oh, okay. 
And so that kind of that kind of wraps up the mystery of where this is coming from. And then we have um, the ending, which is there's some sort of hag living in this attic. Yeah, the, the, it was much more effective in, in Wreck. It was much better. In like Wreck. it, it felt much like better. A, it it felt like a complete out of the blue turn because yeah. it felt like this is a weird supernatural witch monster. Yes, in Wreck and in quarantine it was like oh it's just a naked old lady just kind of wandering around being aggressive yeah i guess in this in quarantine it was just kind of i mean i guess i'm a pretty sick guy just kind of look like a pretty sick guy you know so anyway so he chases them around in the dark was it a guy i don't know it, uh, maybe it, it was hard to tell but he chases them around in the dark the the this is really where the movie super fails for me is this ending because it uh, the shaky cam with the dark, and they're making so much more noise. It's not believable that he wouldn't be able to find them right away. In well, Wreck, they were very quiet. No, David, the the cameraman says they can't. She can't see or hear us. Yeah, because but, you know. Okay. Well, with that, uh, there was a drag away ending, like kind of like in some of the paranormal activities, uh, or in like just like in Wreck. Yeah. So with that, my final recommendation for this movie or who might like this movie is if you found if you enjoy found footage movies or just need to be reminded of how bad it really could be right now with quarantine, um, give quarantine a go. Uh, to be totally honest, though, I would definitely recommend watching Wreck before I watch this because I like it a lot more. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, it's free on Crackle. Go ahead and watch it. I mean, it's uh, quarantine-themed, and you're in quarantine, so I can't think of a better time to watch it. Um, I mean, maybe at a time where there's not a quarantine might be... I, this is the thing. I don't know I don't know if it's comforting to people or if it's just very disconcerting. Well, I mean, it's the new normal right now. Yeah. Ah, the French. So with that, let's get into the Rotten Tomatoes game. <laughs> It's okay. I, I like it. I like hearing it. It's the attack of the Rotten Tomatoes. The Rotten Tomatoes game is a, one of my favorite games because it's easy for me to set up and uh, and takes almost no preparation at all. Uh, it's a game where I pit ten or two movies against each other, and Bryce has to guess which one has the higher Tatometer score on Rotten Tomatoes. So usually we try and do themes. And so, obviously, the theme for this week's episode is going to be viruses, quarantines, okay. Okay. those kinds of things. So, so Philadelphia. <laughs> I had a friend. I had a friend who would watch Philadelphia like every day. I was like, what "Jesus, the, what the fuck is the matter with you?" He's like, "I love this movie." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Okay, that." <laughs> I don't know, but on a side note, just Tom Hanks. I I watched um, I watched the Money Pit this week. Oh, man, it's it's on it's on Netflix right now. It is stellar. It is stellar. Such a good goddamn funny funny man. Yeah, Tom Hanks is an American treasure. He is like an American it's like the treasure. one thing you can point to and say like that guy. Yeah, is beloved. Yeah, and he can, and for good reason. Yeah. 
and there's no darkness there. No, it know? doesn't seem like it. Man, can you imagine if he got like Me Too or, or something like that? Yeah, that'd be devastating. would be like, all right, well, there's no point in living anymore. Right. Because right. everyone's horrible. So our first matchup is Quarantine, the movie we just watched, versus Quarantine 2. There's quite a few <laughs> iterations of Quarantine and of and of Wreck. I think Wreck has four movies. Um, so, so which one has the higher Rotten Tomatoes score, Quarantine or Quarantine 2? I'm going to say Quarantine. You're going to say Quarantine. Yeah. Well, um, let me see here. You would be totally wrong <gasps> by a pretty wide margin. Really? Yeah. Quarantine got a 56% Tatometer score. Not good. Not not terrible, huh. but not very good. Quarantine 2 got a 75%. I got to watch Quarantine 2. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so zero for Okay. So I should have known it was a trick. Our second matchup is Wreck versus Wreck 2. Wreck. And what's your what's your thought process behind that? Um because probably the majority of reviewers are going to be American and they're going to give the one known foreign film the better score than the one they didn't actually watch wow that's that's remarkably solid logic i wouldn't expect anything less from you except i i mean you got the first one wrong so the second one you got right yay wreck yeah. got an 89 percent, a really solid score wreck 2 didn't do bad but uh didn't do good either wreck so 2 got 68 percent mm. so now let's move on to two of my personal favorite Horror movies in this genre, maybe just ever. 28 Days Later versus 28 Weeks Later. Ooh. Wow. They feel like neck and neck. They do. They were both so good. They got to be like within 10 points of each other, right? Um, No, actually, it's it's a decent margin. It's about a, a 16 point margin. Hmm. I'm going to say 28 weeks later. You're going to say the second one got a better score. Yeah. So the first one actually got the better score. Damn. So your one for three, 28 days later, got an 87% doing very good. And 28 weeks later, got a 71%. So kind of a low C. Yeah. All right. So our next pitting of movies is the original 1973 Romero classic, The Crazies, versus the 2010 remake of The Crazies. Have you seen either of these? No. Neither. Okay. Both of them are solid. Um, not, not Romero's biggest, obviously, but definitely a, a solid entry into his kind of zombie I'm going to say I'm going to say the remake. You would be correct. Yay. Yeah, and it, the the remake is actually is actually really good. Um yeah. and uh and I think I think our our true the true expert of horror movie talk Keith Harris our one of our bloggers uh, got that absolutely right. By the way, Leah uh, came at me with a new blog, uh, which I will get into. I will talk about in It Came From Social Media right after this. 
Um, but yeah, 2010 Crazies got a 71%, while the original got a 67%. So real close, mm. like four point yeah. spread on those. And finally, uh, so now this is a real tiebreaker. So you're you're two for four. So you get this one, you win. 12 Monkeys versus Outbreak. Ooh, it's both about the same year. I think they were both 95 or so. I mean, the real answer is 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys is better by a mile than Outbreak. 12 Monkeys is one of these movies that everybody loves so much. And I just don't like, I mean, it's fine, but I just don't get it. It's Terry Gilliam, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Terry Gilliam is really a weird director. He sure is. Very much like... um, He's the Monty Python guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he he's kind of like Stanley Stanley Kubrick, like just really amazingly visual yeah. and like tonally yes. interesting. The tone is always like super dystopian. In terms of storytelling, not not that great. But 12 Monkeys is probably one of my is probably my favorite film of his because I, I would I thought you would have liked it more because it I has like Brazil. It, it has that ambiguity of not really holding your hand too much through through most of it. I and then oh, it, you know what it is? Time travel. I fucking hate time travel, uh, man. It's just, time travel. just bothers the fuck out of me. It's like okay, yeah, yo, I'm back. It's it's just this weird pop in thing where anything's allowed. Yeah, yeah. I I like. Uh, I mean, it's so uh, nihilistic, and I think it's one of Brad Pitt's absolute best roles yeah he does really well as a as a lunatic yeah stark raving lunatic so you're saying 12 monkeys yeah you're absolutely right by a wide margin and well earned uh no outbreak is really remembered well everyone's seen it but it is a mediocre movie yeah 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 uh that's dustin hoffman yeah uh so 12 monkeys has a 90 percent and outbreak has a 59 percent so 30 points spread on that you win three out of five, not a, not a runaway win, but still a win. I'll, I'll take it. And so with Chompa Chompa, Chompa Chompa. And so with that, let's get into it came from social media. <laughs> yes, it came from social media to fill the world with terror, to bring you unforgettable suspense. <laughs> What was it? Where did it come from? Who were the all-powerful creatures it brought from social media? And what did they want on Earth? It came from social media is a bit where we talk about things that you people did to us over the week over social media. And uh, and the first person who was doing things to us all week was Johanna R. She was commenting on every damn thing, and I loved it. She uh, She left a comment on... Our she she left a comment on our the Wicker Man review uh, that says, sorry, I'm just commenting on every damn thing right now. Just listen to the rest of this podcast. Cliffhanger was directed by Rennie Harlan, the same guy that directed such amazing pieces of art like Deep Blue Sea, Cutthroat Island, which got to the Guinness Book of World Records for its box office flop, and Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Master. If I remember correctly, David has some sort of fascination with Deep Blue Sea. It's a fun movie. Gaspar Noe has directed such movies as Irreversible, which is notorious for its ultraviolence, 
and a very graphic rape scene in 2018's Climax, which is a psychological horror movie. And I cannot thank you enough for remembering my obsession with the terrible movie Deep Blue Sea, the, the movie that Cable made for itself, seemingly. And, and uh, I, I love it. It has that. Yeah. It just. I can't remember what. Feels like wrong turn. What was the What was the director that I said it? it she was talking about. It's like it was completely off base. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Who. Was it, yeah. I don't know. What? Anyways. Yeah. So I haven't. I don't know about you. I'm gonna I'm, listen. If you're some fucking. If you're some fucking horror movie freak who you just you just seen every horror movie. Bravo. Bravo. I'm more of a guy who watches things he likes and things I like don't tend to include slashers. So I haven't seen all the slashers. Yeah. I haven't seen most slashers. Yeah. I've seen like the staples, but, uh, I, I haven't seen dream master dream. I've seen dream warrior, Mm -hmm. uh, which I didn't like. I didn't like that much. Everybody's like, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. It's the best one. I'm like, okay. I watch it. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Eh. Just, eh. Yeah, some of those movies that you kind of... There's a there's an age range that you need to catch those for them to be, like, effective. We might have passed that. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then she also... Johanna also... Uh, her and Kitty and Magnus, they were all, they were all kind of talking about a bunch of different things. She, boy, if I could just find the question that she asked, because it spawned a whole lot of debate on Facebook. So let me, was it the top five or the low bottom five? Yeah. We talked about that last, last week too, but yeah, the, the conversation continued. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a long conversation on Facebook where Johanna asks, what are the, t- what are the movies that you thought were going to be good and disappointed That's you? That's right. And everyone kind of had their, everyone their bottom kept, five. kept saying it follows. And then Johanna went back and said, I f- completely forgot about, um, what was the movie we just watched? Was it the Bye Bye Man? Yeah. Or, or it was something that was bad. And she's like, I completely forgot about that movie. That has to be worse than all of them. Oh man. Now I have to find this. <sighs> So we got a we got a new review and this one like cuts to my core. <laughs> oh, is this like today or yesterday? This is yesterday. So uh this is on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for leaving a review and, and rating. Um but it didn't hurt my feelings. Uh this is from Patrick from Southie. He says, Hi guys. Is that is that Philly? Southie. Southie is Boston. Boston, yeah, Boston. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Bostonians. I'm um, sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to indicate that you were Philadelphian. Uh, By the way, Philly, throw it up, baby. Philly's one of our biggest markets for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, some misspellings in here, which I always love. For you know, <laughs> I won't hold it against him. Um, he says, "Hi guys, I like our show." H O U R. I think he meant your. I oh. like your show. Also, good on you for supporting local theaters. You Gus, G U S, capital G, like you Gus. It was on his phone. It was on his phone. phone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Patrick. It's not your fault. You guys have great content, but you really need to lose the soundboard movie quotes, song, 
or sound songs and your taglines bit. I usually bail and don't listen to the rest of the show when you hit the taglines portion. Keep it up. So he doesn't like our drops? Doesn't like the drops or the music. Yeah, I don't know. Th- that This is a taste thing, right? Because because the because I grew up on like on like radio with drops and so I just have this deep profound like you can't possibly know how much I appreciate drops. Yeah. Not that we're good at it. Not that we're good at not it. Not that like I just love that I get to do it. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of times that we play drops just cuz we want to hear it and not necessarily that it fits or is funny. But sometimes we hit it. Yeah. You know. No. And you know that that 10% is important to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of people like mention the drops specifically that they like it. So I don't know. He gave us a four star rating, so it's not, he wasn't completely shitting on us. It's just a preference thing. Thanks Patrick for leaving a review. Um, we're sorry that our, our sound design disappoints. Uh, To be honest with you, Patrick, I kind of agree about taglines. It's kind of fucked out for me. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just. It's so easy to do. It's so thing. easy to do. Rotten Tomatoes, I like. We really got to get into some of the older games. Like, it's been a while since we've done game games. I think this is the first time we've done a game since... Horror porno needs to come back. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. We need to get some hot, sweaty slapping sounds. Yeah, I mean, Patrick obviously hasn't listened to the horror or porno theme song, because that thing slaps. Can we Can we play that? Let me pull it up. Okay. Have, you, have you got Johannes thing? I don't. I can't find it for the life of me. Uh, so yeah, Facebook is always hard to, it's so hard to navigate while you're looking. I would like to mention that, uh, Leah S is who has provided us with, uh, with a blog in the past has come out with it is, is coming out with another blog. I just need to edit it and get it up on the site. Um, she, let's see here. The, the blog is called Horrors Leading Man, Chris Sarandon. And, uh, and it kind of goes over his characters from Fright Night to The Sentinel and, uh, and Child's Play. And, you know, he's, he's got some, he's got some great entries into the horror genre. And you guys need to check out this blog because, man, it fucks. Like this thing, this thing is so thorough. Anyway, thank you very much, Leah, for the blog. If anybody else wants to write for Horror Movie Talk, just drop me a line on Facebook or Twitter or something like that, and we'll see what we can do. Here's the uh, horror porno theme, which is probably my favorite. Yeah, for sure. Bit that yeah, we've got. me too. That needs to be our play out music yeah. every time. That just needs <laughs> we, that that I would stick around to listen to the end of any uh, show if it included that. Yeah. Are you having second thoughts, Patrick? Yeah. What do you think now? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> See, there's just and and Max's new intro just slaps too. Like I yeah. I don't care what you say. That that thing is awesome. Yeah. Same same same. We were dancing in in the. In the room while that was playing. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's unbelievably catchy to me. Um, So I would like to mention uh, that 
let's see here, Solomon on YouTube reached out to us on our on your review of The Wicker Man, 1973, and said, Hi, mate. Oh, I might <laughs> just sub to your channel. Have you ever thought of using Smeezus to promote your channel? And I said, don't fucking try and promote your shit on our shit. I'll give you a radio spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smeezus. Yeah, every once in a while, like, I get re reached out to by some person developing some podcast solution. Like, like, hey, do you, need, do you need to do a thing? I, I made a thing. I'm like, all right, who cares? Yeah, it's, yeah, it, <laughs> It's just bothersome when we uh, and most of it, most of it's for people that just haven't figured it out or haven't even started a podcast. Yet. Right. It's like it's can I pray like, on your can I pray on your on, on your ignorance, please? Yeah. Yeah. Do you need a service that adds the intro and outro music to the very beginning and very end of your podcast? It's like, no, no, that's like the easiest thing in the world. Right. Like if even if we did it that way, if we added it in post, it'd be like the easiest thing in the world. Why would you need like a automated thing to do that for you we got to get something together um for this week for social media so that we can run like some sort of poll we got to have a poll to report on next week or something like that so you guys be looking out for something like that i don't know just get in general just some poll <laughs> uh, we should ask like do you like the drops and and music yeah yeah is yeah Pat do you does is patrick right or should he suck a bag of dicks well, hey, I mean, I guess four stars. I should he should he suck like a tiny dick? I mean, I guess clits are kind of like tiny. yeah, like a like an over. Should he suck an oversized clit? I mean, he might be gay. We don't know. I don't know. I think he's. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. He's gave me gave me a four star review. I yeah. I suck I'd his it, dick. Yeah, I take it as a win. Yeah, I'd take it in Thanks, the butt. I know we're we're making uh, we're making it seem like we're salty. I'm I'm just a little salty. Bryce is salty. And with that, I think that wraps up our episode of Horror Movie Talk. You guys, stay sane. Stay safe and stay sane. We love you so much. Uh, so make sure to, you know, take care of yourself in this tough time. Because, uh, you know, it's tough times in the city, baby. <laughs> make what, what was that from? That's... Uh, <laughs> that's that's that guy from Third Rock from the Sun on on Adam on Adam's Corolla, uh, the squinty eye guy from Third Rock, and he's like tough times in the city, baby. Oh man, what is that? It's from Adam Corolla show. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, okay. yeah. you guys have a great week. Make sure to share the episode with a friend. Make sure to like us on Facebook or on Twitter. That's going to help us in our quest to become podcast overlords of horror. You know, if you want to help out the show, um, you know, consider going to horrormovietalk.com and clicking one of the links at the very top of the site that let you shop through Amazon, bookmark that that link, and then use it to do all your quarantine shopping. That gives us good money and uh, or, you know, become a, a Patreon member. You'll get to vote on what what movie we watch next month if you uh, if you, you know, pony up. Um, so special thanks to Leah s who is coming out with another blog i will get that up on the site just as fast as possible it'll probably be out by the time you listen to my the sound of my voice you got anything to say to add dump that bitch <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a good week bye bye